0: Welcome to Customer Service Academy Radio with author and customer experience expert, Tony Johnson. Tony will share his vision for successful customer service, leadership, and business excellence, and speak to some of the most impactful leaders in business today. And now, here's Tony Johnson. Hello, hello, one and all. This is Tony Johnson, your customer experience leader. Welcome to Customer Service Academy, your one-stop shop, truthfully. For everything you need for customer experience, leadership, branding, all the things you really need to make sure that you are ready to rock when it comes down to delivering for your customers, for your clients, for your consumers every single day. And I'm going to share, as I do every single week, everything I have with you. And so today, we're going to talk a lot about customer journey, which is really a fancy way of saying how are you going to look at things through your customers' eyes. And so before we get started, though, please make sure that you go and visit my website. I will tell you, I got into this business of speaking and consulting and training to help people, and I want to help you as you're getting ready to come back with what we're calling the Great Service Comeback but take a moment, go to my website, IgniteYourService.com, or if you want to get right to the heart of the apple, go right to IgniteYourService.com slash Comeback. Tons of free tools right there for you to really start to amp up your business as we start to reopen. And, you know, I got a call from Huntington Bank. And if you don't know Huntington Bank, they are a small Midwestern bank. Mine is, is based in Toledo, Ohio, where I used to live. You know, last year I made the choice to pick up lock, stock, and barrel and move full time down to the central Florida, Orlando, Lakeland, Florida region. Best of I ever made by the way But that said I kept my banking With Huntington Bank Because they do a great job They have that sort of Small town vibe Great feel And they called me Out of the blue Just to ask how I was doing They called me to ask if I needed anything. They called to ask if I had any questions. What a tremendous piece of service that was. So, you know, shout out to Huntington Bank for really getting it done right. And that's a reminder for all of you out there. We're 15 seconds away from startup out here, folks. So please make sure if you have not reached out to your customers, your guests, your consumers, now is the time. Take take some time right after you're done listening. Listen to the whole podcast, but then take a moment and go call those that you serve so that they know what your plan is, how you're going to keep them safe, all of those things, but reach out to them today, all right? So that said, let's jump in here and talk about pieces around the Great Service Comeback. So like I said, today we're going to talk about customer and consumer journey. But before we jump in there, I want to kind of talk about Disney. And, and you probably all know, those of you who know me, I love Disney, and and I'm I'm very into when they're going to open back up, what that's going to look like, and there's been some guidance coming out, and I think it's interesting because I think as we see what these large juggernaut types organizations are going to do, it's going to give everybody sort of an idea of what the guardrails are going to be. So in the state of Florida, uh, you know in just a few days, we're getting ready to reopen, so if you're listening to this on Friday, we are three or four days away um, on May 4th, I believe, from reopening some of the state here in Florida. So for example, there can be 25% occupancy in your restaurants. You can have some more outdoor seating. There can be uh, small social gatherings of 10 or fewer. Uh, elective surgery can resume those kind of things. Unfortunately, bars and and haircutting places and nail salons, massage parlors, that kind of stuff can't open back up yet, which is a shame because I have to tell you, I could really use a haircut <laughs> right about now. And you know, be, you know, feel free to send me a note. What are you missing out there? What are you most looking forward to when you're thinking, gosh, I can't wait for this to reopen. I will tell you mine is is a place to go get my haircut. I cannot wait for great clips to get back open again. So that said, the other pieces around the Disney comeback that I've been really watching, and this there's some lessons in here, folks, especially if you run restaurants, retail, if you run a hotel, there's some core pieces here. So, for example, you know, marking off tape that's going to be about six feet between each other inside of the line queues. And if you've ever been to Disney, you know you're going to wait in a line. Also making sure that there's staff that is obviously out there walking around wiping things down. It's kind of like that cruise ship model, right, where you see people just constantly wiping down banisters and doorknobs and that kind of stuff. That's going to be something that's going to be very evident. Hand sanitizing stations times 10 where they were before, probably as much touchless entry into places as possible. Uh, checking temperatures on Frontline Associates, and when they hit X degrees, they can't work, those kind of things. So, you know, I think really pay attention to that. And I think the other thing that Disney is going to do, based on what I've been reading, is they're going to open back up at about 50% occupancy. So that means that, you know, if you have... you know, if they have, a, a, you know, 50,000 people they would allow into the park, you know, they're only going to start at about 25,000. And and Disney guards those numbers pretty well about what kind of occupancy is max capacity. But I think you're going to see some thinned out crowds. Now, that could be offset by the number of people you see running around in the park because the queues are going to be so much longer in terms of the fact that they're spaced six people apart. So all that said, why am I bringing this up? Because again, we can continue to learn from what states and organizations are going to do. And I think the state of Texas, the state of Georgia, they are all experimenting as well with what this comeback is going to look like. The other thing I think I read where, you know, the hotel chains and the industry is going to be impacted. Don't be surprised if you don't see coffee pots in the rooms anymore for a minute. Don't be surprised if room service gets dropped off outside your door. Don't be surprised if you have to opt into your daily room cleaning as opposed to opting out. So don't be surprised if there are some changes in the hospitality and tourism business, all because of of the COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And again, we're all figuring out what normal is going to look like. So let's talk about how we can actually dial in on what our customers are looking for. And this, I think, is is sort of the the big question of the day for many people. Everyone's always trying to figure out, you know, what do my customers want? What do my guests want? What do my consumers want? And so often I hear organizations say that, and and they'll ask me, they'll be like, Tony, I'm having trouble figuring out what my customers want and how I can deliver that. And I think often it's because we've got a very focused approach in the business world. And I will tell you, I spent, you know, 20-some years running business, running very large retail and, and restaurant organizations with hundreds of employees and thousands of customers, it gets really easy to focus in on the business, on running the business, on leading the team, and not think about things from the customer's point of view. It's a really easy thing to do to fall into that bad habit. So this exercise we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about something called journey mapping. And again, that is a fancy schmancy name for looking at things from your customer's point of view. Don't let these big high-priced consultants and folks, you know, trick you into thinking that this is so very complicated. Now, don't get me wrong, it takes a little bit of science, takes a little bit of wherewithal, takes a little bit of observational skill. You'll have to stretch that muscle, but it is not impossible for you to go out and do this kind of stuff yourself. Now, again, if you need help and you want some deeper dive into this, Send me a note. Shoot me a note at Tony at IgniteYourService.com or feel free to reach out to me on the website at IgniteYourService.com. I can absolutely help you through this. So when we talk about journey mapping, first thing you have to decide is who are your customers? Now, this is something that's called establishing a persona, but don't let that throw you right. This is really about who are your customers. I'll give you an example of what that's like. So imagine that you run an airline imagine that you are one of the you know the big airline people and and you probably want to think about your customers in a certain way so when you think about airline passengers you may have the business traveler like me the hardcore guy who's you know literally on the road three quarters of the year you may have folks who don't fly very often at all they may fly for business or pleasure but they're, but they're, they're sort of newbies you may have the folks who are regular flyers but they're simply flying for vacation or for pleasure I have a lot of those folks I see as I fly out of Tampa a lot Constantly seeing, you know, uh, vacationers coming down, uh, the snowbirds coming down, the folks who who like to just fly down for for a long weekend and play some golf, that kind of stuff. I see a lot of these leisure travelers. They're regular travelers. They travel at least once a month. But again, it's never for business, always for pleasure. Uh, And then, you know, there are folks that may be traveling with children, folks who are traveling with their families. These are all different types of customers. So why does this all matter? You're probably asking yourself. Well, it matters because when you understand your customers, when you understand what they need, when you understand what they want, when you understand who they are, which is the whole idea behind a persona, it makes it so much easier to meet their needs, to understand where they're coming from and what they're going to need to be happy. Because every, you know, in our example here, every passenger's needs are going to be a little bit different based on who they are. You know, a business traveler's needs are very different from a single mother traveling with two children, those kind of things. So just just understand, and the expectations could be different. You know, as business traveler's expectations may be different than as someone traveling for pleasure. So just know that these are all very, very important pieces of the customer journey. So first, you again, that's where you start. Who are my customers? Now, you need to then think about what are they trying to accomplish? What is their win? How do they succeed? That that's important. You know, it could be you know enough cocktails you know uh, on the trip for the business or for the for the vacationer might be a big deal. The business traveler wants good Wi-Fi. The you know person traveling with children wants to make sure it's easy for them to get on early, get the stroller packed up, and and get their children settled. That that could be important to them. So that's why this all matters. The next part: what are the key touch points? So think about each step along what it takes to. Uh, you know, take care of a guest or a customer. So if we keep the airline example going, you know, someone has to get to the airport or even before that, right? They have to find your website. They have to book the tickets. They have, maybe they're comparing different carriers. They get to the airport, they park, they walk in, they check in, they go through security, they get something to eat. They settle in the, in the waiting area. They get called onto the flight. See what I'm saying? So, you know, at a restaurant, right? Same kind of thing. You know, someone, you know, discovers the restaurant, evaluates the menu. And if you notice, a lot of these steps are happening before a customer ever sets foot in your business. So that's really important. So. As you look at all the touch points, you know, you may have many, many touch points that you're you're marking out as you're, and literally take your iPhone and go take pictures, go to your business, go, go stand in your parking lot, get on your website, call into your call center, but see what it means to be a customer in your business and then walk that walk, walk their journey through your business to walk in and buy an ice cream cone or to buy something off your website or to have something delivered to their home from you or to come in and, and, and get a cupcake. Whatever that is, walk that walk, take the iPhone, snap pictures along the way, take notes, and then ask yourself this question at every touch point. Is this a key touch point? So maybe, you know, the parking isn't a key touch point, but when they first walk into your restaurant, that could be a key touch point because maybe that first greeting you want them to get, maybe that's a key part of your brand. But, you know, ask yourself, is this a key, really important touch point or just, you know, a secondary touch point. And if it is a really important touch point, ask yourself this question. What is my customer feeling at this moment? Is there anything here that's harder than it needs to be? Is there something I can do to make this better, cheaper, faster? Easier at this particular moment. Because what you're trying to do here, the reason all this matters, the reason why you're taking this time is because you are trying to look through your customer's eyes, find stuff that's too hard, and then go fix it and smack it right out of their way before it inconveniences them and before you lose a customer. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have walked away from a business, and I bet you have too, because something was absolutely harder than it needed to be. And again, this is something that we can talk about. So, you know, this podcast, again, we're going to drop every Friday and we're going to continue to talk about these things. You can also check out my book. Uh, You know, one of the things that that I really do love to do is share information in multimedia facets. I've got a blog on the website at igniteyourservice.com slash blog. But you can also go to amazon.com and get my book Together We Serve, which is available on audiobook. It's available on ebook and on analog. Order yourself a paperback version as well. If you really want to dig in and learn a little more about some of these core principles. So as we think about what that really means to make things easier. Again, it's a great way to build loyalty. It's a great way to look at things that are broken. It's a great way to find opportunities to help your customers win and get what they're trying to accomplish done. Because above all, you have to be a problem solver if you're gonna be a successful business. And, And then you can take that to the next step. So imagine that you have, you know, segmented your business out into personas. And I'll give you another example. Colleges, big deal colleges now. There's a ton of information out there. Colleges who are talking about will we Come back or will we not come back in September Will we be all virtual will we be live How are we going to social distance all Those kind of things and there are some big Hitters out there who have kind of said loudly and Proudly no you know what we're coming back I believe i heard from arizona state and purdue university this week saying you know what we we're going to get it done safely but by gosh we're going to do it and i love that can do attitude don't you so if we think about the, the college scenario if you're going to segment your people out there you may look at um, online students versus on-campus students full-time versus part-time do people live on campus or commute in what about the faculty what about the parents what about the visitors those are all different personas or, or, or kind of segments of your business that you need to be aware of. And then once you've got those segments, then here's where you could really start to do some interesting stuff. And this is where you may need to reach out to an expert. You may need to reach out to someone to lend you a hand. And again, happy to help you there. But think about as, as customers, as these different personas do business with you, what are they thinking? What are they seeing? What are they being told? What are they feeling? What are their needs? And how can you meet them? This is deep blue stuff, but but it's called empathy mapping. And what this does is help you again, understand your customers that allows you to say, you know what, this is their problem. This is their pain point. This is how I can solve it. And oh, by the way, this is all the other noise, clutter, feelings, thinking going on in their life. I need to take all of this into consideration if I'm going to serve them really, really well. And so again, the whole the whole piece here is is to do something called reduction of effort what you're trying to do is make it as easy as you can and if you remember last week when we talked about the great service comeback framework simplicity was one of the items we talked about well this is a great way to look at your organization in two ways right but always from the customer's point of view and say gosh I can do better here. I can do better there. I can make this improvement here. And your customers will say, oh my gosh, these folks understand me. These folks get me. I want to give my money, my business, my loyalty to these folks because they make it so easy on me because there is nothing that will dissuade a customer from wanting to do business with you any faster than a bad process or something that's too difficult or a stupid policy. If you have ever run into a policy, you know, with with a a business and said, gosh, I'm not doing business with these folks anymore, you know what I'm talking about. I'm guessing you have probably experienced that in your life. So this is a huge tool that you can really take, put into place. It is an impactful tool. This is not just fluffy stuff, right? This is one of those things where it does encourage you to get out, walk your dirt, take a look at things from your customer's point of view. And and this is a great way, too, to make sure that your business needs, because I understand you have business needs, you have processes, you have things you have to do, but that they are aligned with your customers and that you find ways to communicate with them to make sure that you are both engaged and that you are aligned with what your customers are looking for. Because if you have that alignment, it makes it so much easier to develop loyalty and sales growth and and productivity. All those things start to fall into place when you are ultimately aligned with, with those as you serve. So that is today's lesson. That is today's workshop, if you will. And that is today's ask from me to you. Remember, in every episode, I'm going to ask you to do something. So what I'm asking you to do this weekend or, or early next week, visit your business walk it in terms of of a customer point of view and and it's okay if you're not open that's okay you can you can get on your website you can do the research you can google your business and then go to your business and and sort of do that pretend customer journey where you're pretending to be one of your customers and what does that look like feel like what's hard what's easy what's great what needs work and then put it on a list and go to work on it. And and get your whole leadership team, your frontline associates, everyone can get involved in this because everyone's gonna have a fantastic idea to bring to market on this. So this is not just something that you do in a vacuum. Get everybody involved. A, it's more fun, and B, you get everybody's point of view. Everybody gets to win there. So remember, if you need more help, I am always here for you. Visit my website, IgniteYourService.com. I am Tony Johnson, your customer experience leader. Please, have an amazing customer-focused day. Good luck ladies and gentlemen, with all of your tremendous openings that are going on out there because I know many of you are so excited because next week we really do start to come back to life and it is the great service comeback. Stay safe. I will talk to you next week. Have a great day, everybody. This has been Customer Service Academy Radio with Tony Johnson. Tony is available to speak at your event, meeting, or workshop. Have a powerful customer-focused day.